Wildcats, Warriors, Bulldogs, Cavaliers, Bees, Dragons, Panthers, Tigers, Pioneers, Bobcats. The Upper Cumberland's exclusive coaches roundtable. Your teams, your coaches. This is the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Bar Builders. The High School Playbook, built by Mountain Bar Builders, live in Chick-fil-A. On Interstate Drive, Colin Castleberry with you as always. Cookville sweeps Wilson Central on the road. York does the same in Gainesboro, sweeping Jackson. And congratulations are in order as Warren also gets a sweep in Shelbyville. Sweep says you can tell were abundant last evening. Upperman also picked up a district sweep up to Cab. We're joined now by Lady B's head coach, Dana McWilliams. Coach, I appreciate you joining us. Before we get into last night's win or anything else, just how does it feel for you and your team to be sitting at 3-0 and in district play, considering how difficult this district can be? It's, it's really nice, you know, to be 3-0. and we, we know that it's a difficult uh, district and there's a long way to go. So anytime that you can come out 3-0 and to, to start out, uh, that's always a positive. Obviously, last night's win over DeKalb is a big one. We'll talk about it in a minute. But I do want to go back just... Uh, one game before that, an, inc- an insanely difficult game with Livingston Academy. It's always hard fought when you two play each other. So well coached, such talented teams. What were you guys able to do to hold them to just eight points there in the first half and obviously walk away with a hard fought victory? Anytime we play Livingston, you know, we know it's going to be a battle, regardless of anybody's record, any anything that's going on. It's uh, It's been that way for as long as I can remember, mm-hmm. and uh, we got a lot of respect for them and their program, and Coach Riddle does a great job. Um, you know, we, we, I thought we, we did a pretty good job defensively the whole night, you know, just trying to be in the right spots and the right positions. Um, uh, hope, and, I, and I just think for us, um, defensively is what we, we try to focus on a lot, so um, we were very fortunate. You guys were able to turn the page as well and pick up that big win over DeKalb last night. What worked so well for your team on the floor last night? We didn't we didn't score as well as we had hoped last night. Um, but I thought defensively again, I thought that that was the difference in the game. I think we'd given up ten points at halftime uh, there. So I I think you know we're just gonna try to keep keep ourselves uh, working on the defensive end and then uh, hope that our offense comes around a little bit better. I think we've, we've been um, pretty good offensively a, a lot of games. I thought last night was a little bit of a struggle, you know, anytime, which we had homecoming last night too. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, it's great for the kids. and But sometimes it's, it's a little bit harder to, yeah. to get, you know, get your focus back. How do you guys continue to turn the page? What is your strategy when you've started 3-0 and you feel like you're playing really well but you know that it's every, you know, you turn, it's Tuesday and it's Friday, and you don't get a lot of time necessarily to prepare for your next opponent. What is uh, kind of the strategy for you when it comes to constantly turning the page in a really difficult district? What we try to do is just take one game at a time. We don't look behind and don't don't look ahead. We just have to stay focused on the, the game that that's at hand. And we, we realize that, you know, I guess there's going to be 10, 10 games in this mm-hmm. district. You've played, you've played three it is nice to be three and zero, but it, it's a long way from over. So we're we're not trying to celebrate that or uh, put too much into that. We're just going to try to get to the next game and uh, give them our best shot at the next game. 
is there something too? You guys have also been hosting. You've had several of these games at home, and you know at some point you got to turn that and you got to go to these. Well, places. we actually played our first one away. We've only yeah. played two at home, yeah, so exactly. it, you know. Yeah. It's, so it, you have to. It's going to even itself out. We know that we had to go to Stone um, first, and then, mm-hmm. um, and then we're, we're used to that. I mean, that's not really any different. I mean, we obviously we would love to play all of our games at home <laughs> if we sure. could, like anyone would, but. Uh, you know, it's it's tough. It's tough to come to our place. It's tough to go anywhere in our district. There's there's not an easy place to go. Certainly not. Where does this team continue to improve? I think we just keep working. I think our depth has uh, really improved throughout the year. We got a lot of different options. We got uh, things that we can we can do based on what what other teams do to us. Um, I think we're going to continue to work and do the the little things that that we always uh, work on. Nothing um, stand out that we just we have got to do this better. I think it's just a continual process for us. Sadie South has had a fantastic first half. You and I have talked about that uh, before. Where has she grown the most, and what does she really mean to this team with what she's able to do this year? Well, Sadie's been in our basketball program since she was about four years old. So she sat on the bench with me many times uh, when she was young, and you know she we watched her grow up, and um, she's. She really has a specialty um, with with her shooting. She's an elite three point shooter, and she's really um, was was surprised. She's came along faster than than we had hoped. We all all I think knew that she was going to be an elite shooter at some point in her career. But um, it's been been nice that it's it's <laughs> sooner than later. And um, you know she's she's just getting more uh, comfortable and confident as as the season goes on. But what an incredible uh, start for a freshman to have. You and I have talked about this as well. You've had several girls do that kind of that have that similar trajectory. After last year, the losses you had, you've had to completely overhaul in a way uh, the way this team plays. How proud have you been of a lot of these girls for stepping into new roles and and sort of changing the style that you guys play with this year because of the losses from last year? Well, that's always uh, fun as a coach uh, and challenging as a coach. I think that's the difference probably, uh, the the main difference probably in coaching high school or maybe coaching at the uh, collegiate level. You know, you can kind of have your system and pick people that that you want at the collegiate level when you get – when you're at high school, you you have a different scenario every year. So you you know you have to change how you're going to play offensively, defensively, whatever it is. You know you keep your same standards and um, things like that that you're 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 going to you know be non-negotiable about. But mm-hmm. but your your style it it has to it has to adapt to to your players. And uh, each year it's fun to watch kids. You know they step up and and you you each year people you always wonder. You know, what are you going to do when you, you lose a great player here? And, and and kids just step up. They do when they know it's their turn. Um, and then these kids in our program, we've been fortunate, they work so hard. They work so hard from the time they get there till the time they graduate. So when it is their turn or it is their opportunity, you know, they uh, a lot of times they shine. Hey, Coach Dana McWilliams, Upperman Lady Bees. Coach, I appreciate you joining us so much. Uh, congratulations on starting 3-0. and and Looking forward to the rest of the season. Thank you. And like I said, head coach Dana McWilliams, that's the Upperman Lady Bees joining us here on the High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders.
built by Mountain Barn Builders. This is the High School Playbook. A new storage building to add room. A new space for the animals. From gazebos to garages, it's built Mountain Strong by Mountain Barn Builders. Highway 127 Clark Range. Online at mountainbarnbuilders.com. Play on Interstate Drive, the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. We were joined by head coach Dana McWilliams moments ago. If you missed any part of that interview, make sure to go check it out on the website, ucsportsnation.com. We'll also get it put up on our Facebook and Twitter, or you can catch a replay uh, in the next hour on Sports Radio 104.7. We go from one success to another, though, as the return of Trip Pinion is nothing to be ignored. We've discussed that several times. However, Trip alone does not win ballgames. And that was evidenced last night in an ugly and sloppy win by the Warriors hosting the Jets. White County head coach Eric Mitchell speaking with us now. Coach, we absolutely are going to talk about the gritty performance from your team displayed last night. But first, much like Coach McWilliams, but what is the feeling for you and around the guys sitting at 3-0 and in district play? Uh, uh, yeah, fantastic. I mean, we know uh, that, uh, you know, it, it was we played really good um, the, the last three games. Went to DeKalb County where we've not played very well um, and won big. And then we went to – we came into Stone, the best team in the district, in my opinion, leading score in the state, um, played really well. They stuck to their game plan. We got down early, and Coach Caps does a great job. And uh, um, Cade is is very, very hard to guard. But anyway, we won, and tonight was Crossville. Um, Man, they come out and played hard, and it was was a hard-fought game. Yeah, I, I do want to take a look back at that Stone Memorial game only because a seven-point win for you guys. And I know in the middle of a game, you're obviously coaching the guys up. You're, you know, you're in the huddle. You're, you're very focused in on your team and what you guys have got to do to get a victory. But as you kind of take a step back maybe in a given moment, how much fun is it to just be standing on the sidelines watching Trip Pinion and Kate Caps go back and forth? Well, it was very fun. We, you know, we did it a couple times last year. Um, well, actually, four times, to be honest. And, uh, you know, I mean, we we tried to execute our game plan, and we, they worked, and we just got I, – I don't – we didn't get lucky, but we executed our game plan, plan and uh, Kate, Kate Caps, he, he's just a special player, man. I mean, he, he you, you can't really stop him. He had 27 that night. But Tripp uh, controlled the game. And um, – you know, the other guys stepped up. I mean, I had a freshman, uh, Cole Fims. He had 21 points. He played really well. Um, and we can, you know, we, we kind of hang our hat on defense. And then that's not, that, that hasn't been in my MO uh, in years past, but they're very good defensively. And, uh, or my kids are. And, and so is Stone. We couldn't get them kind of, um, they they play a pack line man, but you know they're very good too. And, and you know, as you've seen the scores the other night, uh, you know it, it, we're just lucky. We're lucky. To, we're excited to be here. Very excited indeed. You brought up something right there that I think is uh, worth really keying in on. When when people think of Trip Pinion, they think of speed, agility, flying around. Whether it's on the basketball court, the football field, wherever. 
what does it say about his ability and his maturity to go out there and control a ball game, almost to temper himself and choose the moments to use that incredible athleticism and speed? Well, you know, Tripp's a true point guard. He started since a freshman. Um, you know, he, he played some with his good players, Jake with Richmond, uh, Jake Davis, Thomas Ball, Thomas Brock, Christian Henderson. You know, so he's he's been in the uh, – what do you say? He's been He's been through the – the tough games and he's been to the state tournament and, you know, obviously he's quarterback and been with Malachi Dow. So he, he knows, he knows the gist of it. And, uh, you know, he, he just is a, he's a gamer. I mean, he controls, he can speed it up. He can slow it down. So, uh, but we had other kids step up too. I mean, I mean, it wasn't just trip pinion, but, uh, you know, trip controls the game and, and everybody's got more confidence when trips in the game. So, you know, it was just a, it was a fantastic win for us. It was, you know, uh, kind of shocked. We we kind of shocked the world. Not I told them go out, at, you know, before the game, shocked the world. So, um, but we they, we we stuck to our game plan. Trip was the reason we did it, and everybody else made some plays. So, yeah, it was an all around shocking night there uh, in Sparta. You guys end up you upset Stone on the boys' side, and Stone upsets uh, Coach Dodgson and the girls on the girls' side. So it was quite a night indeed. Look, we, look we've look, we avoided it as long as we can. 49-31, a win is a win. We said that right before we got on here, actually. But uh, what made tonight, or that is last night, I suppose, against Cumberland County, such a, kind of just an, an ugly win, a, kind of a gritty, sort of dirty win? Well, you know uh, – Cumberland County's, uh, you know, uh, Coach Denny does a good job. They got two really good freshmen. Uh, the Torres kid, he had 30, 37, I think, against the Cab. Um, and the other kid had, uh, he had four threes to put them back in it at the Cab. Um, you know, it was, and, and, and we knew, I, I talked about it, we didn't have school today, we didn't have shoot around. Um, so, the, you know, due to the weather, um, and, the letdown after a big game, two big games actually, because we've not played very well at the cab, and uh, then we played Stone and got that big win, and uh, everybody's the buzz is talking, you know, all this stuff, and I knew I, I was worried to death today. And Cumberland County plays hard; they take charges, they play hard. They got Torres, who had, you know, is really good freshman, uh, and we just came out, and I our, our goal was to kind of lock them down, and we just couldn't really score it was kind of a letdown it was an ugly game our girls played really well um the game before uh which has no bearing on that but anyway it was a uh just a hard-fought game um trip didn't have his best offensive night but he got us going at and third quarter we come out and i think went on a 10-0 run so you know it was, it was a good win we'll take any win we get you certainly will and as we talk about all the time uh, unfortunately, it definitely does not get any easier. Now, you do get to stay home on Tuesday, three consecutive home district games. you got to love that as a head coach. But you have now seen Cade Caps and Torres, and now here comes another incredibly talented underclassman, Ty Cobbs, walking into White County on Tuesday. How do you very quickly turn the page over the weekend from an ugly game uh, against Cumberland and get get set up for an Upperman team that uh, you you've mentioned it before to me is obviously just as talented as everybody else. Yeah, that that is correct. I, 
I'm not sure. We're going to watch some film, and I've watched him about uh, every game he's played this year. So he's very talented. He's very uh, even kill. Um, and they got pieces with him. I mean, they're big. They're physical. We didn't beat them at all last year. So, um, you know, they're – I don't know how to answer that. So – uh, but he will be a key factor in the game uh, defensively for us. So um, I don't know. They they play uh, they two two one us and they play a two three zone and and we've got to figure out a way to uh, to uh, you know I guess uh, combat that. So uh, but it's going to be a good aim. Hopefully um, our kids are, will be fired up. Uh, I think it'll be a big crowd and Upperman's really really good. They're well coached. Um, Coach McWilliams, uh, me and him played together at Tech, and, you know, uh, it's going to be fun. Does that make this one have a little extra juice? Didn't beat him at all last year, played with him at Tech. Does that add a little juice to this one? Oh, there's always extra juice from Clay Upperman. So, I mean, (laughs) there ain't no doubt. Uh, We spoke of it uh, tonight, you know. uh, Crosswell Crosswell is really – they play really hard. They they do a really good job of a lot of things. They just they're searching for a win. Um, the Torres kid is really good. They got some good pieces with him. They're just searching. They played everybody close. They wind up losing by ten. But Denny, uh, Coach Denny, does a good job. They're gonna they're gonna upset somebody. I mean, like the uh, Cap County. So you know, I think it was a little letdown for my kids, but not really. They 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 defend us really well. So. But yes, there's not going. There, it's going to be Jack come Friday, uh, Tuesday night if we get to play. White County head coach Eric Mitchell after a very gritty, kind of ugly 49-31 win over. Uh, I just lost my mind over Cumberland County. No, yes, over Cumberland County last night. I lost my mind there for a second, folks. We look at the other side of that matchup now, or at least the other side in terms of the girls' game. Kim Cram, Cumberland County girls head coach, despite having an overachieving first half, being without their senior post for nearly two weeks, the Lady Jets have now started one and two in district play. Now, of those two losses, a one-point loss to L.A. and a loss to White County last night on the road in which they spotted the Warriorettes a double-digit lead in the first quarter, not so bad. Head coach Kim Cram, though, has been adamant that you cannot put undue pressure on the talented freshman like Sidney Wilhite, especially in this district, and therefore it has to come from the upperclassmen. Coach Cram joining us now, and Coach, uh, last night's a tough one on the road. You score 61, they score 71. What did you like out of your team, but what didn't go your way? Well, I think uh, anytime you spot a team on the road, uh, the number of points we did in the first quarter, I don't think you give yourself much hope um, in recovering. And I think we did that. I don't think um, I don't think a couple of our upperclassmen were as ready as to play as they needed to be in that environment, um, and that was very disappointing. Um, obviously, I can't remember the last time we gave up 71 points in a game. Um, and so um, we had a lot of things that we were pretty disappointed with um, in last night's performance. So how do you turn the page? What is the, the clean up for giving up 71 points but, but scoring 61 yourself? Yeah, you know, we, we ended up scoring 61. Um, but, you know, Jalen has to play better. You know, she's, we can't win very many games with her scoring five points. Um, you know, we're asking Sydney Wilhite 
our freshmen uh, to score a lot of points for us, and that puts a lot of pressure on a freshman. So, you know, our focus tomorrow uh, when we get back into the gym is to address some of those things. You know, our our senior post player has to be better. Um, our junior point guard has to be better. Um, and so uh, we can't put that pressure on our freshmen in this district. You've talked about it right there a couple times. You've got a couple really talented freshmen that we've mentioned before. How have you liked them in these first three district games? What have you seen from your freshmen that you've liked in two of their three games on the road uh, and obviously a one and two start in district play? I think with Sydney, um, you know, the, the first game against Livingston uh, was was a shell shocker for her. Um, she didn't play play great against Livingston, but she rebounded really well and played great against DeKalb. Um, you know, as we talked to her about, you know, a shooter's life, you know, you miss you miss some, you make some, and you just have to keep shooting them. And so um, I think last night in that second half, she got really hot for us. She ended up with 26. Um, Lauren it has been – steady and exceptional um you know she she had 13 rebounds against DeKalb County I'm sorry 15 rebounds against DeKalb and she does the things that she does really well you know she distributes the ball extremely well she rebounds really well and we'll usually get nine to 11 points from her and so I think those two have done everything that they they can um and They've only played three games in this district, and so they're still navigating uh, District 7, you know, and trying to figure out how to be successful. And so, again, although they are extremely talented, we can't put that type of pressure on on a couple of freshmen in this district, and we really have to have better leadership. Well, I love to get into the nitty-gritty. Let's get really into the weeds here. You do have Jalen down low. You do have really talented freshmen uh, kind of out on the wings at the guard positions. How do you continue to grow? Where does your point guard play get better to begin to help more consistently facilitate the amount of talent you have around the floor? Well, I think Aaliyah has had a, a, a great season so far. Um, I don't think she was as focused as she needed to be um, last night. Um, and that was a real surprise because she hasn't been that way all season. So I think the environment, um, uh, for whatever reason, uh, caught her by surprise. And so that's the conversation we had with her last night. That was the conversation that we will have with her again tomorrow. And she can't uh, fail us in that leadership position. I'm a big believer in leadership and uh, leadership on the floor. And um, it doesn't matter how talented your young kids are, your talented upperclassmen have to be ready to play every every game and have to be extremely focused. And so that's going to be our number one focus moving forward in a very difficult week next week. We have Stone on Tuesday. We go to, you know, we have Upperman on Friday. And so we really need better leadership in going into next week. You mentioned those two games, Stone and Upperman, coming up next week. Now both of those games are at home. The the one home game in district play you've had so far, a one-point loss to L.A., which, of course, is certainly uh, no slouch when you come up one point short against an incredibly talented and experienced team like the Lady Wildcats. How nice is it going to be to have those two games at home 
but how do you defend your home court just one point better? Well, I think against Livingston, it was a, a, a tough game for us for a variety of, of reasons. You know, we had just gotten Jalen back. She hadn't played in 11 or 12 games, uh, or 11 or 12 days. And so I think our chemistry was really bad in that particular game. Um, we didn't shoot the ball particularly well. That was the opening of uh, district play for our freshmen. So I think that we left a lot on the table against Livingston. Um, and so moving on to our next opportunity to play at home, I think that our kids can, can learn um, and take from that. And I, I think that they, they will be better ready to play in that game at home against Stone. And it's a rivalry game, and, and they'll have a lot, of, uh, you know, a lot of emotions to that. So I think for us moving forward um, at home, we should be better. You mentioned emotions, and I'd be remiss if I didn't ask. It's one thing for these freshmen to be adjusting to playing in this district as a whole, but how do you, even for some of your upperclassmen, like Jalen and others, how do you temper that emotion? How do you talk to them about it? it is just another game, but it is a district game, and of course I'm not you know, dumb enough to know that it isn't a crosstown rivalry. Well, I think that, again, that's where the experience comes in, and that's where leadership is so important. You know, we really need our three upperclassmen, Aaliyah Hawkins, Lexi Carroll, Jalen Baldwin, to help to to lead those young people um, into that stone game and say, hey, yes, it is just another game, but it is also stone. And so your emotions have to be, um, you know, managed well. You know, there's going to be the highs, there's going to be the lows, and you have to find somewhere in the middle to stay. And so uh, that being said, I think our freshmen will be really excited to play that game because that's, you know, a game that people talk about. Um, So I think we'll be ready in regards of playing hard and being competitive. Um, But in the end, we really need our upperclassmen to be great leaders. Kim Cram, Lady Jets head coach, Coach, one more before we let you go, and that is this. Obviously, the great thing about district play is even without seeing film, you're sort of already familiar with your opponents. Stone is a team that's got length, speed, and they're absolutely going to try to put pressure on you. What do you guys have to take advantage of? What do you have to kind of key on to counter come Tuesday night? Well, we have to be able to um, uh, be better defensively. Giving up 71 points in our system is absolutely, um, you know, unacceptable. And the second thing is we have to make shots. And that's something that although we had 61 points, our efficiency was not great. Um, And we have to be able to make shots throughout the game and not just in um, one or two quarters. Cumberland County girls coach Kim Cram with us there after a difficult 71-61 defeat last night at the hands of White County. Did not like the defense, and I can understand why. 71 points is a whole heck of a lot to give up in girls' high school basketball in this district and this region. We were also joined by Eric Mitchell, White County boys coach in that segment. You missed any of it. As always, go check it out on Facebook or Twitter. Website is ucsportsnation.com, and we'll have it on a replay on Sports Radio 104.7. 
coming up after this one. I'm Colin Castleberry. This is the High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Next to the podium, your coach talking your team. This is the High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders, and we're joined now by several members of the Upperman Lady Bees. It's Bella, Gracie, and Taylor with us now. And we'll start with you, Taylor, since you so uh, eloquently begged to begin the interview. A 3-0 and start to district play. Look, seven games to go, certainly a whole lot uh, uh, a whole lot of room to grow as well. But what does a 3-0 and start in a district this difficult mean to you? Well, as everyone knows, our district is very hard, and we all play differently. We have different matchups. So I think being 3-0 in our district is really, like, it's really good, and I'm really proud of how far we have come. We still have really far to go, but we still – it's really good being 3 now. What do you feel like has been the biggest growth over those, these first three district games for you guys as a team? Um, I think we've, had, we've started to have some leadership, and we've been talking more on the court. We've, been, we've really focused on our defensive end, and now we are starting to work more on our offensive end and – I think what has helped us the most, though, is leadership and us talking. I feel like I've been told you're quite the talker. Is that something you carry over to the court? Are you a, a communicator out there on the floor? Yes. <laughs> Simple and to the point, just yes. <laughs> Gracie, we come to you. What's it like playing for Coach McWilliams? Um, it's, it's actually great. I don't think I could ask for a better coach. Not only has she taught me great basketball skills, she's also just taught me basic life skills that I think that I'm going to obviously need in the future. She, she's always taught us to be kind and just thankful for everything we've had. And we, we get a lot of compliments for how we act when we go places, and I think it's just so great to play in such a great environment and play for Coach Dana. Yeah, what, what is that? What is the Lady Bees culture? I know it starts with Coach McWilliams and obviously trickles down through all of you. You mentioned how many compliments you guys get when you go places. So what does being a Lady Bee mean to you? To me, it means, it, it means a lot, but it's just a great experience, and I just wish that everybody got to play, for, like, play as a Lady Bee, and I wouldn't trade it for anything. And our community helps so much, and we have a great crowd every night, and it's just it's just a great environment. Playing. What do you want other people to think of when they think of the Lady Bees? Um, I want I kind and just always thankful and just honestly, I don't know. I just I guess just I'm sorry. Can you ask the question? Yeah, sure. No, it's a, it's a difficult question for sure. What do you want other people to think of? When they think of the Lady Bees, when somebody thinks Lady Bees basketball, what or a Lady Bee, what do you want them to think of? Hardworking and very. We're we're very blessed to play and where we play, and without our fans and our coaches and just everyone that we have supporting us, we definitely wouldn't have the program that we have, and also our former Lady Bees too. We have a lot what we have from ladies that played before us, and we just have it's just a great environment to play in. Gracie, we come to you, and everyone's extremely aware of how intense you guys play the game. It can get really, really uh, you know regimented out there, but I'm sure you have 
tons of fun as well. What are some of your favorite things to do uh, with your team off the court? Um, we like to hang out together. We always have a good time. Whether it's in the locker room or on our team trips, we do a lot of team bonding and we have a lot of fun together. What's your favorite team bonding activity? What's the, the go-to thing? We do some singing and some, <laughs> some dancing. Oh, okay. Who's So who are the singers and who are the dancers on the team? Let's call them out. Reveal them. Who sings, who dances, or who's bad at one or the other? Uh, I'd say Ella Harrell and Darcy <laughs> are two main people. Fair enough, fair enough. You guys obviously uh, just recently got back from winter break and all of that. What was your favorite thing you got to do over winter break? I'd say our Florida trip. We had a lot of fun together, and we got to play some really good games up in Florida. So. Going down the line, uh, Taylor, your favorite part of winter break? Oh, um, Florida, like Bella said. Uh, we had a really good time at the parks, and we, ha we played some good teams up there. And overall, it was just a really fun trip as a team and team bonding. And your favorite part of winter break? Um, I guess Florida, too, but Greenville was fun, too. Coach Tyler and Coach Emily threw <laughs> us a Christmas party, and we, uh, we, all had, we had a lot of team bonding at that trip. Lady Bees joining us. Final question. We'll work our way back down the line. Everyone thinks D Coach McWilliams, intense, hard, tough. What's the one thing we don't know about Coach? <laughs> she is one of the most... She uh, she always, I feel like she always puts others before herself and she always thinks about others before she thinks about herself. She just, she she cares about her team, she cares about everybody and she just, she just loves everyone. She's very loving. Alright, that is the Lady Bees joining us here on the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Parn Pilters. Your front row seat to every game around UC Sports Nation. The High School Playbook. Built by Mountain Barn Builders. Built by Mountain Barn Builders. We are back now on the High School Playbook. And we are live at Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive. We'll be here for at least the next 20 minutes or so. So come on down and say hello. I'm Colin Castleberry. And I want to thank head coach Dana McWilliams and members of the Lady Bees for joining us on this morning's program. We pivot now, though, to the Lady Blue Devils, who had the sort of first half that many coaches probably desire. Didn't win them all, most of them, or, or most of them running away. So plenty of room to grow, but they did win the majority of their games up to this point, and some of them in a very difficult fashion. As they entered district play, it looked like that would continue until they bumped up against the buzzsaw that is the Lady Dragons, a near 20-point defeat. Jackson County head coach Jim Brown, kind enough to speak with us now. Coach, you want to give York credit, but what did not go your team's way last night? Well, we got out to a really bad start uh you know of course they've just they've beaten us to death uh you know the last couple of years and, and just had that mental image i think in our heads and uh you know it took us way too long to uh you know figure out that we could compete with them we got down 14 in the first quarter and uh you know once once we settled down you know i was pretty proud 
uh, of our effort. I mean, you know, there are still a lot of things that we, that we still got to improve upon, but, uh, you know, we, we, we definitely played much better after, after that bad start. What were you guys able to do and how you mentioned how proud you were, uh, but, but what did you see from your team and what made you so proud uh, as they kind of adjusted and, and never really let the scoreboard beat them? Well, I mean, you know, we, we, we forced, you know, we worked to, to have to make some, some changes and I know that that's definitely not happening in some time. Uh, but, uh, you, you know, we, we adjusted and able to handle the pressure some and, uh, you know, we were able to score, uh, a little better than, than even what I thought, uh, going into it. So, uh, but, you know, as I said, there's a lot of little things that, uh, you know, missing a box out here or there and, 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 you know, a few bad passes that, that they give points off of that you, you just can't do if, if you're going to beat a, a team like them. Yeah, and we talk about it all the time, right? You, if you want to you wanna be the man, if you want to, you know, compete beyond the district, you've got to beat the man, you've got to beat the teams uh, that sit near the top. You guys are certainly one of them, but York, uh, a very, very talented team that competes at the highest level. How do you guys take the next step, and what about a game like this do you kind of learn from in that aspect? Well, I mean, you know, hopefully we can go back and look at the film and, and uh, you know, you know, look at the plays that, you know, here's here's what we're capable of doing, and, and you know, here's here's something we did good in these situations, and then, you know, here's here's things that are that are very fixable. You know, if we, if we just, you know, make that box out there, they don't get that rebound, and in that second chance point, so uh, you know, just uh, learn, learning from our mistakes, and, and then you know, just you know, gradually continuing to to, to get better at, at at everything about the game. The unfortunate part of district play is that obviously you kind of turn a corner, and it's very quickly that come Tuesday night you've got to host Smith County. What is sort of your philosophy on? Uh, you know, making sure you go back, you watch the film, you learn from this loss. But obviously, uh, as quickly and as, as smoothly as you can over the weekend, you turn the corner to take on Smith Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we don't reflect too much on, on, on the past game. Uh, uh, you know, we're, uh, a few things here that we can get better at. But, uh, uh, been, you know, uh, then, then we're, I mean, we're, we're definitely going to have to start to start get ready for, for Smith County and, and, and not just – you know, prepare for them, but, you know, continue to, to, to work and get, get better ourselves. Yeah, at this time of the year, it really, when you can't prepare for an opponent too quickly because of the quick turnaround, you end up concentrating a whole lot more on yourself. You've talked a little bit about some of the things you guys have to improve, but what for you is probably the big emphasis? Is it the box outs? Is it defense? Is it, uh, you know, finding a way early in ball games to, to get more points. What's what's the one thing that you really would love to put an emphasis on over the next couple of days? Well, that's a great question. <laughs> I don't have the answer. I don't know that there is one thing. Uh, you know, just just a lot of a lot of little things um, uh, that uh, you know. There are a lot of things that we're we're okay at, but. Uh, you know nothing really that we can just say that you know we hang our hat on on either of the four that that's that's what we do and we're just rock solid at it. So just just kind of gradually, you know, trying to trying to get a little bit better at all those things, I think will accumulate and, and make a big difference for us eventually.
Obviously, the other thing about district play is that you're incredibly familiar normally with your opponents, and so uh, despite the fact that you maybe haven't necessarily gotten to turn around and, and watch film and pull up you know, a bunch of huddle on them, you're familiar with Smith County. What are some things they uh, historically do over the last several years that can give you guys problems, and what are some things you can uh, hopefully take advantage of on Tuesday? Well, they're much bigger than us, so that's, that's you know it's about the case with everybody. So that uh, we're we're going to have to uh, you know you know figure out a way to uh, you know try to try to limit how much that that hurts us. Uh, and then you know they, they you know traditionally they, they've shot the ball really well against us. They don't they haven't necessarily done that as well against everybody, but uh, you know we're we're going to have to uh, you know a pretty good job at, at covering them. Out there at the three-point line, and then uh, you know they 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 like to play a little crazy, chaotic. They they like to send some traps at you and, and try to speed you up, and uh, you, you know that that's something that we are much much better at this year than what we've been at previous. But uh, we're, we're definitely going to have to be prepared for that. You guys are an extremely young team. How do you handle pressure situations, traps like that? And then by the same token, you mentioned it there nine times out of ten. You guys are not the bigger ball club. How do you combat a team uh, with superior size? Well, yeah, I mean, you, you got to have a little fight in you, and uh, and this group that definitely does. They, they've got some grit, and, and they battle uh, with, with that. So, uh, we, you know, we, we haven't just been just totally overwhelmed uh, so far this year by the size. Uh, but, you know, just like tonight, you know, I mean, York causes some problems with, with their traps, and, and I think going through that, should, should help us the the next time that that uh, that we run into it, and, and I know that, that Smith County is going to do that to us. So uh, you know, ho- hopefully we'll attack it a little bit more instead of running away from the pressure. Jackson County girls coach Jim Brown joins us there after a difficult loss, sixty to forty one last night. They fall to the Lady Dragons of York Institute. Thank you to Coach Brown for joining us. This is the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. The decisions that change the games. Explained here. The Mountain Barn Builders High School Playbook. Live from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive, it's the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Let's finally take a look around the UC. We've given you several scores from last night or at least indicated winners for you. But let's get numbers on the program. Upper men, the Lady Bees, we start on the girls' side, did defeat DeKalb County last night, 41-28. Thank you to Coach McWilliams and her team for joining us this morning. Cookville got a 68-51 win over Wilson Central, while White County was a 71-61 winner over Cumberland County. Appreciate Lady Jets head coach Kim Cram on the program today. Livingston Academy, a 61-52 winner at Stone. Warren gets a rare win, 64-59 on the road at Shelbyville. Clay County falls to Clark Range, 78-64. And York, a big win, 60-41 over Jackson. Appreciate Lady Blue Devils head coach Jim Brown joining us in the last segment. On the boys' side, it was Upperman helping complete a sweep of DeKalb, 58-46. Cookville 
doing the same, sweeping Wilson Central, 68-46. White County completes a sweep of Cumberland County, 49-31, an ugly uh, win there for the Warriors. Head coach Eric Mitchell letting us know that, joining the program earlier in the morning. Livingston Academy couldn't help complete a sweep of Stone. The Panthers continue a red-hot district start, 65-58, defeating Livingston. And Warren topping Shelbyville on the road to get that sweep, 71-45. Clay County avenging the girls' loss, 68-54. The Bulldogs top the Buffaloes. And York squeaks a win out against Jackson, 77 to 71. Also, Monterey's boys last night, a 10-point loss to Watertown, 51-41. We look, we, <coughs> excuse me, I take a look ahead now, and district play won't slow down for many across the UC coming up on Tuesday. Won't slow down for many teams. Smith County will visit Jackson County, and Monterey after difficult losses, we'll have to go on the road to the aforementioned York Institute. Of course, York uh, boys still kind of trying to find their rhythm. The girls, though, very much in rhythm. We take a look around Clark Range. We'll try to keep a red-hot start going on the girls' side, taking on Pickett County, while Gordonsville and Clay will play. Cumberland and Stone, there's the big one, folks, right? Your game of the night probably on Tuesday. The Crosstown rivalry in Crossville, Stone and Cumberland, both having already had homecoming, I do believe. So this one will just be for bragging rights. Lady Panthers and the Lady Jets. <coughs> the Lady Jets obviously 1-2 and two in district play. Need a win, and the Lady Panthers in a similar fashion would love to pick one up as well. Upperman, or excuse me, DeCab and Livingston will take on each other in L.A. It'll be Livingston Academy's first district game at home on the season. Had a difficult run in non-district play out of district and then had to start district play coming off winter break with three consecutive road games. So finally, L.A., who's only played, I think, three home games total this season, will finally get to go back to their home gym. The matchup many have been waiting for here in the early season. It's Upperman and White County, of course, both boys and girls, but the girls matchup, the one that uh, promises to be spectacular. 18-2 Upperman, 19-2 White County will face off at 6 p.m. Tuesday night. Finally, we close out Warren County. We'll visit Coffee County. Can the Lady Pioneers, the Pioneerettes, make it two in a row? That'll be the question on Tuesday night for Warren, as again, district play will not slow down come Tuesday for many teams across the UC. <coughs> Excuse me. As we close it out, though, from Chick-fil-A here live on Interstate Drive, it's the high school playbook. I'm Colin Castleberry, and one more time, let's Make sure you, if you missed it, know Upperman completes a sweep of DeKalb. Cookville sweeping Wilson Central. White County sweeping Cumberland County. York sweeps Jackson. Warren 
sweeps on the road at Shelbyville. In fact, the only teams that were unable to pick up sweeps last night, Livingston at Stone splits. Girls get a 61-52 win. Uh, boys fall 65-58. And Clay County and Clark Range split last night. Clark Range picking up the girls' win, 78-64. Boys of Clay County, the Bulldogs, get the win over the Buffaloes, 68-54. One more time, thank you to everyone out there listening. Thank you to each and every one of our coaches for joining us. I'm Colin Castleberry on the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. The High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Add space to your home, protect your cars and boats, a new workshop or she shed. Mountain Barn Builders will build it mountain strong. MountainBarnBuilders.com. The prep conversation continues all week, including today's show on demand. UCSportsNation.com.